Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Campfire Cafe, live from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt, in warm and sunny Nashville. And joining us in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our co-host, Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Gary. And uh, let's see, we're, I think, cloudy and a little chilly here. Yesterday, we had hail and snow. We had power outage. We had high winds. It was a it was a really interesting day in Albuquerque yesterday. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, I got to tell you, so yesterday I think we hit 82 or 83. Oh, 
And oh it gosh. was it set a record. I think the the uh, last time it was that high was back in 1892. And so oh we set records gosh. yesterday, and uh, and we could set a record today, but it is so warm and sunny. And uh, and I've got friends that have been posting pictures and temperatures. And so Alan and Jill, I am very sorry that you're in South Dakota with all of that snow <laughs> and cold. But uh, uh, come on down south. Come on down south. <laughs> but anyway, well, Amanda, Miranda Lambert's got that great song, If I Was a Cowboy. It's from her album, Palomina. And it looks like everybody is doing Western music today. And I think that's a cool thing. So mm-hmm. some of it could be due. Some of it could be due to Yellowstone, and uh, I think it just takes cycles. But a couple of days ago, our good friend R.W. Hampton was in Nashville, and uh, he got to play at Third and Lindsley with the Time Jumpers, and then uh, was on Coffee Country and Cody on WSM Radio the next morning, and then later that day we all met and had a great time at the Bluebird. And uh, so it was a songwriter's round, and uh, our good friend Lance Cowan was there, and he hosted the event. And uh, Lance, actually, Bobby is a pretty good singer, and he is a songwriter. He's written for a long oh. time. But uh, I think the Western part with R.W. kind of won the day. There were four four guys that were songwriters. And uh, one of the cool things was there was a gentleman named Fred Kohler, who has written with John Prine and some other folks. But uh, R.W. had just finished one of his Western songs, and Fred said he had written this song with his good buddy, uh, Gary McMahon. And so, oh, I, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I thought, how cool. So I had to, I had to mm-hmm. take a picture of Fred and shoot that to I Gary, that. And, and he was tickled to death to get that. Yeah, but yeah, we have a great, uh-huh. a great songwriter, a great songster with us this morning, and we are so looking forward to talking with our first guest and sharing his brand new album. Who's joining us today? We have Andy Hedges on the line. I think he's just returned from an unbelievable weekend in Alpine, and uh we're excited to talk about this new album, and we'll want to get them on the air as fast as we can. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be sharing music from Roll On Cowboys and uh, visiting with Andy. And then in the second part of the show on uh, Saddle Up America, we have Tammy Schrantz, who is the Director of Operations for Road to the Horse, and that is taking place in Lexington this next month. So we're going to have a great time today on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network, visiting with our good friend Andy Hedges and then with Tammy uh, on Saddle Up America. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song from the album Roll On, Cowboys. And uh, this is one that's done with Andy and Dom Flemings. It's called Dodge and Joe. We'll be back in just a moment to talk with Andy Hedges today on the Campfire Cafe. Now boys, I tell you a story of a horse I owned long, long ago. Little still us. Color of rust and his name was Dodge. 
Sergeant Joe. Lack a day, lack a day, here we go. This way, that way, on Dodge and Joe. Now all the cow horses in Texas, or anywhere else that I know, none could cut a cow from the corral as fast as my little Dodge and Joe. Lack a day, lack a day, here we go. This way, that way, on Dodge and Joe. Legacy Radio Network. We just heard Dodgin' Joe featuring Andy Hedges with Don Flemons from Andy's new album, Roll On Cowboys. Gary and I are delighted to be joined today by our special guest, Andy Hedges, describing himself as a songster, reciter, storyteller, guitarist, and collector of cowboy songs and poems. Andy also hosts a fabulous podcast, Cowboy Crossroads, which features in-depth interviews with fellow musicians and poets. His newest project, a double CD set, Roll On Cowboys, has just been released and is already receiving airplay and rave reviews. He dedicated the album to the memory of his friend and hero, Don Edwards. Don had this to say about Andy Hedges. Andy could very well carry on the traditions when all of us old guys are gone. I'd feel assured in knowing the music of our great American West was in good hands. Please help me welcome to Campfire Cafe a 2020 Wrangler Award winner, archivist, historian, and according to Tom Russell, the real deal, Andy Hedges. Welcome, Andy. Oh, howdy, Bobby and Gary. Thank you all so much for having me today. 
Hello, Mr. Andy. How are you? How about Don Clemens on those bones? How about Don Man, on those guy, bones? That guy can play anything. It was such a such a honor to have him uh, on that on that recording. He's also also played the harmonica on that track. Uh, he is so cool. And uh, did you meet Dom for the first time in Elko? I did. Uh, me and Dom had uh, been corresponding for uh, maybe a couple of years or, or a little longer about old-time music and cowboy songs and such things. And I was uh, somewhat instrumental in getting him to Elko for the first time. But that's where we actually met in person, and uh, we became fast friends and uh and now have done you know a lot of uh, a lot of lot shows, shows together. together and collaborated quite a bit yeah he's a, a great yeah, guy yeah. And, a, and a good friend well i had i had dom scheduled to be on the show one time and, <laughs> and for some reason he had to call and cancel the show i think it was because of something called the grammys the or Grammys, something that yeah. he was. Oh, I think. I well, think, yeah, I, guess, I, I, I couldn't can believe that. For that, that's yeah, maybe yeah, understandable. I, I <laughs> yeah. kind of did. I kind of did. But uh, so this album is just pretty phenomenal. Uh, I think you started this. Uh, how long ago? It's it's been a while on this project. I did the first recording session a little over a year ago, uh, towards the end of January of. 2022 and that was a recording session with Ramble and Jack Elliott and that was that was the beginning of the project and I, I didn't exactly know what I was getting into when I started that uh, I had the opportunity to record some songs with Jack and the idea and the album just kind of grew over the next few months uh, and I just started I decided I wanted to recruit some other guest artists and do some more duets. And then, then it just kind of took on a life of its own. And, uh, all these people were willing to get involved. And before I knew it, I, I realized I had a double album on my hands and, uh, <laughs> we just kind of kept going with it and finally decided, okay, we better stop and, uh, call that good. <laughs> Cause it's a pretty long, uh, record and, and it took a long time to get it get it all in the can well and you know one of the neat things or unusual things about this album is that it was not all done at one studio was it it was not we recorded this all over the country uh california new mexico austin texas arkansas uh, and then a lot of it was was done in Lubbock at uh, Route One Acuff Studios, and everything was ultimately mixed and mastered there by Alan Crossland. But, but yeah, that was that was unique. And something I wanted to do with each of these duets is I wanted to record with each of the artists uh, face to face, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of live in the studio. And so we didn't do any, uh, you know, no remote email and tracks no over. Yeah. yeah, no remotes and very few overdubs. You know, there was two or three little things where we might have overdubbed a harmony or something, but uh, the core of every song, you know, was recorded uh, live with, you know, me and the other artists, uh, like I said, sitting a few feet away from each other face to face and uh, just, you know, trying to 
capture a performance. And so it was uh, challenging to make that happen and to get together with all the people I wanted to get together with, but we we uh, pulled it off, and I'm pretty I proud think of you it. did. I think you did. Well, I want to get to the title cut from the album Roll On Cowboys right now. This is one that you did with Brent Hill, and we're going to come back and talk more with Andy Hedges today on the Campfire Cafe. Hey, 
Cowboys Roll On. It's the title track from the new two CD set. And we're chatting with Andy Hedges. And that was Andy with in a duet with Bren Hill, the song written by Bob Campbell. Um, Andy, this is a remarkable um, album. You also include a terrific, um, you know, what do I want to call it? A little, <laughs> the liner notes are extensive. And um, also uh, brilliantly written, I think. And I see that um, Andy Wilkinson uh, does kind of a wonderful um, opening for sonnets. Do you want to talk a little bit about, uh, a little bit more about just this project, how you maybe chose the music, chose the performers, and how did you get Andy involved? Well, absolutely. Thank you for the compliment on the liner notes uh i'm glad you were able to dig into that um you know the 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 core of the album is really the artists that are on it the guest artists and so uh that that was the most important uh decision you know was uh selecting the the folks i i wanted to uh collaborate with and invite to be a part of it and they're all people who I count as friends and uh, and heroes and uh, people who have had a, a real tremendous influence on me. And some of them are older folks who I think of as my mentors, and mm-hmm. some of them are, uh, I guess you might say, uh, my peers in the music business. And then there's a couple of uh, younger folks that I think of as the uh, a big part of the future of this tradition Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. uh that's the kind of people i wanted to have on the on the record and i was really thinking of this as uh besides being a tribute to don edwards uh being a Mm -hmm. a tribute to the cowboy music tradition and so i wanted to pick songs that would really uh fit that idea and would would uh, make sense with each of the artists and and then I put those liner notes together uh, uh, with the idea of this uh, being a, a way for folks who really wanted to dig deep into the history of the songs and uh, uh, other aspects of cowboy music that this would almost be a window into that world uh, mm-hmm. where uh, they could look up other recordings and, and books and historical references and kind of get lost in the project and uh, from the very beginning I knew I wanted my friend Andy Wilkinson to be on the album and to uh, write something for the liner notes and he graciously agreed to do that and he's just a brilliant writer and he had the amazing and ambitious idea to write that essay in four sonnets uh, which he did and they're just beautiful and I'm I'm so proud to Mm -hmm. have that as kind of the, you know, intro to the booklet. Mm -hmm. You dedicate it to Don Edwards. Do you remember the first time 
you saw him in performance or, or got to chat with him? You have a memory of that? I was 13 years old, uh, maybe 14, 13 or 14 years old, and it was in Cisco, Texas. He was playing a concert at uh, the Cisco Junior College, and I had recently become interested in cowboy music. I had recently heard Don's recordings and found out he was performing in the area, and me and my older brother and a friend of ours drove over there and watched him uh, watched him play a concert, and I was just mesmerized uh, by the <laughs> way uh, he was able to put on a show and just played song mm-hmm. after song after song, all kinds of old cowboy ballads and Western songs, and he recited a little bit of cowboy poetry, and uh, I was just, uh, <laughs> you know, just hooked for the rest of my life, and I actually, <laughs> at the end of that show, I marched backstage and asked Don if he would sell one of his albums and you know I I think he was still trying to put his guitar in the case and I was uh, just anxious to shake his hand and he was very kind and gracious and uh, and it was years after that really that I would get to know him uh, when Mm -hmm. I started performing myself and he was always Mm -hmm. encouraging and uh and really was a mentor. You know, a lot of these guys and gals in the cowboy tradition, I didn't realize at the time that they were mentoring me because things would be done in such a subtle manner. Mm. Uh, mm. <clears throat> but but he certainly was uh, a mentor and a tremendous influence. I, I could safely say I wouldn't be doing what I do today and wouldn't be singing mm-hmm. these songs if it wasn't for the influence mm-hmm. and, and the encouragement of Don Edwards. I'm, you know, it's I'm interesting right there because with you. <laughs> we have we have so many people that always say, Well Marty Robbins influenced me in my Western music, but Don Edwards influenced so many people, just like he did you and and my wife will tell you that it was after she heard Don Edwards that she decided she wanted to go into Western music. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's yeah. Quite the gentleman. Yeah. Quite the gentleman. Always so kind and gracious yeah. and, and yeah. such a gentleman. Yeah. Well, I want to get to another Absolutely. song, and this one is done by one of those young up-and-comers that you were talking about. This is Desert Sands, and this is Andy and Bridget Reedy, and we'll be back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. My 
to the end of the trail And my campfire embers burn low Just bury me deep beneath them old desert sands Sing me this song as I go from the album Roll On Cowboys. And uh, and Andy, one of the things, one of the cool things about the entire album is that, if I'm not mistaken, all of the artists that are performing with you on this have been on your podcast, Cowboy Crossroads. Isn't that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, that that is true. And I, in the liner notes, I included a quote from each artist from uh, those interviews that I've done with them. And so in some ways the album is an extension of the work I'm doing on the podcast to document and chronicle cowboy culture and Western stories. And, uh, I was hoping it could be done in such a way that my podcast listeners would really find this album, uh, to be engaging and, and just a way to dig a little deeper into the, uh, the work of these, some of these artists that have been featured on my show. Well, while while we're on here, we've got a uh, we've got how many how many trillions are listening to the show now, Bobby? I forget how many trillions we have listening. <laughs> I, but, I, I don't uh, know. Is it countless? <laughs> <laughs> but around the world, they're listening to the show. So, how can they find Cowboy Crossroads and listen to that podcast? And uh, and then tell me how you go about selecting the guests for the podcast. Well, they can find that on my website, andyhedges.com, and uh, there will be a tab there for Cowboy Crossroads, and all of the interviews are archived there. And it's also on any of the apps where uh, folks might listen to podcasts. Uh, they should be able to find mine by searching for Andy Hedges or Cowboy Crossroads. And, you know, there's not any secret formula for selecting those guests. I just, uh, I interview folks who interest me and that I admire the 
the work that they do and the life that they've led, I tend to prioritize uh, the old timers because I feel like there's uh, more wisdom to be gleaned from uh, the older folks and they've got better stories to tell because they've uh, had a little more uh, experience under their belt. <laughs> and, uh, and so I just try to sit down with, uh, with people who come particularly from the working cowboy culture, the working ranch culture, uh, or folks who are connected to that in some way or have a perspective on it through their uh, music or poetry or storytelling or uh, whatever their uh, area of expertise might be. And uh, and I record those kind of in, in the style of an oral history and, and then edit those interviews and put them out there into the world for folks to enjoy and hopefully learn from well it's a it is a great podcast and it's cowboy crossroads so so wherever you listen to your podcast go search for cowboy crossroads or andy hedges and you can listen to those there but a great podcast i told my wife the other day after i had gotten this album and started listening to it i said i think it's another wrangler award winner and, I think uh, so too. So mm-hmm. yeah, look out, look out, twenty twenty four. But uh, yeah, twenty twenty four. So, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So this next guest, we're going to do another song with a guest that you had on the album with you. It's called "Riding and Commuting," and uh, ran into Waddy at uh, the Wrangler Awards last year, and he had we had not seen each other before. He'd been on the show a couple of times, but when we saw each other, it was just like hugs. You know, it's like we'd known each other forever. <laughs> And uh, and it is a great, great song. Wadi is a great poet, uh, but this is a great song and poet. It's poetry. It's called Riding, Commuting. It's Andy Hedges and Wadi Mitchell. You're listening to the Campfire Cafe. There's some that like the city grass Curried smooth and green The haters strangling collars Wagons run by gasoline But for me it's horse and saddle Every day without a change And the desert sun a-blazing On a hundred miles of rain Just a riding, a riding Desert rippling in the sun Mountains blue along the skyline Who can envy anyone There ain't nothing like the feeling that you get down deep inside As you trot out in the morning when you've hired on to ride And your mount's enthusiastic and the air's crisp and new And there's lively conversation going on amongst the crew There's some bridle crickets chirping, jingle bobs tap out a tune On one side, the sun is rising, just ahead there sets the moon Shadows high trot there beside you, elongated, keeping pace, reassuring you ain't hobbled by restricted time or space. Out in front, the boss is posting to the same beat as his song, and the realization hits you. You're right where you belong. Now my feet is in the stirrups and my horse is on the bus. Moves a flash and lightning from a cloud of golden dust. 
And the bawling of the cattle is a-coming down the wind And a finer life than riding would be mighty hard to find Just a-riding, a-riding Splitting long cracks through the air Stirring up a baby cyclone Ripping up the prickly pear While I'm riding It's then you start appreciating You're on trails where few have trod And you wonder how you ever doubted If there really is a God Atop a ridge the boss reigns in So we all gather up around It's from here he'll call the circle so you step off to the ground, you loosen up your latigo, air your ponies back, you arrange again the blankets, and you realign your cack. Then you step back on just to get dropped off, check to see who's on each side. You're glad that you're a cowboy, and you feel this twinge of pride. Well, I don't need no art exhibit when the sunset does her best. Ain't never lasting glory on the mountains to the west. And your Opry looks so foolish when the night bird starts his tune. And the desert's silver mounted by the touches of the moon. Just a ride and a ride. Who can envy kings and czars when the coyotes down the valley are singing to the stars while I'm riding? You ate your breakfast by the Coleman, hurried round to beat the sun. You got 11 miles behind you, but it's here the work's begun. Downtown, when folks must travel to their workplace every day, it's said that they're commuting to their job to earn their pay. They'll choke in crazy traffic jams, fight for seats on bus or train. It's a wonder that this ritual doesn't drive them all insane. We too, I guess, commute to work as the job at hand dictates. But we commune while we're commuting. And what a difference that makes. When my earthly trail is ended, my final bacon curls. And the last great roundup's finished at the home ranch of the world. I don't want no harps nor halos, robes nor other dressed up things. Let me ride the starry ranges on a pinto horse with wings. Just a ride and a ride. Nothing I'd like half so well as a rounding up the sinners that have wandered out of hell if I'm riding. Just a ride and a ride. Desert rippling in the sun Mountains blue along the skyline Who could envy anyone If I'm riding Who could envy anyone When I'm with the poet Waddy Mitchell. So great hearing you both together with Ryden Commutin. 
from the album um, Roll On Cowboys, and we're chatting with our special guest, Andy Hedges. Um, Andy, I know there's so much music to get to. We're just going to go ahead, and I'd love you to talk a little bit about the next song, Root Hog or Die, with um, Tom Russell. And I know that this was another one that um, Don Edwards often performed. Do you want to give us a little backstory to this song? Yes, this is an interesting old-time song. Uh, it, it shows up in lots of different versions. It's sometimes called the Philosophical Cowboy and, uh, and of course, Root Hog or Die. And Don Edwards had recorded two different versions of this with two different melodies. And then the version I recorded is an even different melody that I had learned from Don that I heard him perform live. Uh, and learned from kind of a, a bootleg uh, live recording I had. And uh, <laughs> and I mentioned this in the liner notes, but Don always talked about how the old-time songsters and cowboy singers never performed a song the same way twice. You know, they're always mm-hmm. changing it up and uh, changing the words and changing the melodies. And, and that's one of the reasons you end up with so many uh, versions of these old-time songs and and I love that tradition. I'm kind of fascinated by it. I'm always looking for uh, for a version of something I haven't heard or for a new verse or uh, just some new twist on one of these old-time numbers. And so I, I love this version uh, that I'd heard Don play. It's a little darker and grittier than some of the other uh, renditions of this song. And because of that, I thought that Tom Russell would be the guy to sing it with me because he kind of specializes in dark and gritty songs. Yes, he does. So uh, he agreed to do it and had a great time uh, singing this one with him. All right, well, let's take a listen to Root Hog or Die. This is Andy Hedges and Tom Russell. It's from the album Roll On Cowboys. Circle range where the grass grows green. Cattle are wild and the broncos they are mean. Calves all get bigger as the days go by. Gotta keep a rimming, boys. It's root hog or die. If you ride them out of horses, you gotta keep them shy. If you can't shoe them standing, then lay them on the sod. You can tack the iron to them if you've got a mind to try. Better get busy, boys. It's root hog or die. Well, out here in camp, let me tell you what we eat. Little cold bread and a little piece of meat. Little bit of coffee. Whiskey on the fly, then right around the cattle boys, it's root hog or die. In the morning after breakfast, just about daylight. 
Throw your saddle on a horse and pull your cinches tight Your bronco may jump crooked or he may jump high We all got to ride him, boys, it's rude hog or die Trails rough and rocky, gotta make the drive. You start a bunch of cattle, boys, you better come alive. If you ever get a maverick, better catch him on the fly. Better take to them, boys, it's rude hog or die. When the long day is over, you'll be glad to see the chief. With a pot of black coffee and another full of beef. Sourdough biscuits do take the place of pie When he hollers, come and get it, boys It's rude hog or die Middle of the night Sometimes awful hard Leave your warm blankets when you're called on guard You pass the weary moments All the stars are in the sky Humming to the cattle boys It's rude hog or die Sometimes dreadful stormy Sometimes pretty clear You might work a month boys Or you might work a year you can make a winning if you'll come alive and try For the whole world over, boys, it's rude hog or die But you can make a winning if you'll come alive and try For the whole world over, boys, it's rude hog or die Rude hog or die, that's Sandy Edges Excuse me. I knew I was going to do that. And Tom Russell. And I I, I, I very seldom sneeze on the air, but I, but I did that time. So, Andy, where did the expression root hog or die come from? Because I've heard that for years. Where did that come from? You know, I don't know exactly where it came from, but, uh, you know, I think it's the idea that uh, you better get with the task or suffer the consequences you know you better get out and root for your food like a hog in the woods uh, if you want to survive and uh this whatever the situation may be and in the case of this song uh it would be uh uh out on the trail or out on a cow camp somewhere yeah that's interesting how some of these old expressions come around and they get put into songs or they just get used and and uh and then they just become something that is there forever but um you know a great song great cd and uh we're gonna get to another song that we're gonna start running out of time and uh the other night i was watching something i think i was watching youtube and uh and there was a great youtube video about rambling jack elliott and he was like a real character, you know, in his younger days. But how did you and Ramblin' Jack? He still you know? is. A, he still is quite a character. <laughs> <laughs> At 91 years Hadn't old. Hadn't changed any, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, he's. So how did you guys meet? Uh, oh well, I met Jack. Oh man, over twenty-five years ago, uh, the first time I went to Alpine, Texas, to the Cowboy Poetry Gathering, my friend Andy Wilkinson introduced me to Ramblin' Jack, uh, and then we kind of got acquainted over the years at the Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, and in the last several years we've done quite a bit of traveling and uh, playing concerts together and uh have become pretty close and jack's uh he's he's a good friend but he's he's a legend and uh, he's just a tremendous influence on me and on so many other people you know if there's anybody out there who's trying to pick a guitar and sing an old folk song or an old cowboy song i think they're being influenced by rambling jack elliott whether they realize it or not because he he practically invented what it is we do you know i mean he he uh he's been doing this for so long and and has really perfected that style of of the solo performer you know the troubadour the folk singer the lone cowboy singer getting up on a stage and flat picking a guitar and finger picking a guitar in just the right way to <laughs> tell a story and sing a song. Nobody does it as well as rambling Jack Elliott. And he's been doing it that way uh, for 70 plus years. So quite an honor. It's amazing on, on this project. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, going back, I think uh, you started this project with Ramblin' Jack, and I think you said you recorded like 10 songs, and there are four on this album. Is that right? Uh, three of them made it onto the album. Yeah, so we've still got some in the can. Maybe those will see the light. Got another album someday. in the works. Yeah, I got another album yeah, we'll in the to, works out there. We'll have to see what happens. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get to this song. It's called Making Merry with John Perry on the Old Bar Cross. That's a mouthful. Making Merry with John Perry on the Old Bar Cross. And this is Andy Hedges and Ramblin' Jack Elliott. It is from the fantastic CD, Roll On Cowboys. We'll be right back. Making Merry with John Perry on the Old Bar Cross. A gal named Melody with Copenhagen in her lip and a blue healer named Skunk was on the Bar Cross riding for the brand. Barlow was boss of the Bar Cross. Melody was said to be the finest cowboy in Wyoming. Her uncle Red was foreman and Barlow was boss. Barlow had a horse named Captain. Captain was the boss's horse. Scramble Jack would drop in from time to time and spend a few days working on the ranch, fixing fence, stacking hay. Branding calves, rounding up cattle, singing to the Barlowettes. 
Endless line of empty wild turkey bottles. John Byrne Cook came by to take a look. Shoot some film. Write a book. Cattle prices didn't stay high, and Barlow was fascinated with the sky, and the earth, and the cosmos, and life, and the dead. He was no fool. Went to school. Lots of books he read. Ended up writing songs for the good old Grateful Dead. Went to India. Went to New York City, hung with Bobby Weir. Come to California, wrote some songs with Bobby. Writing songs was his job. Raising beef was like his hobby. <laughs> Bought a computer, went online. Tried to make it so we can speak freely on the internet. Without Sam listening in, or Hoover, or Camelhump, now he's crossed over, electronic Range Rover, eating clover on the other side, herding cattle on Heaven's Range, red and melody and skunk. Treasure those days sent heaven bent on a good cow horse, herding cattle on the old bar cross. Andy Hedges and Ramblin' Jack Elliott from the CD Roll On Cowboys. And uh, Andy, the CD drops tomorrow, doesn't it? It does. You know, CDs have uh, have been shipping from my website, but tomorrow is kind of the official street date, and uh, this record will show up on all of the streaming platforms and download sites and all of that. So, uh, yeah, folks can... Uh, listen to it tomorrow if they're so inclined. All right. Well, I would be so inclined. I'm going to encourage everybody to take a listen to this album and uh, go ahead and order yours tomorrow if you can. And then you have an album release concert coming up uh, April the 25th. And tell the folks who you've got joining you for that. Well, I've got, Everyone that's on this album, except for one artist, uh, joining me that night. And so I will have uh, Ramblin' Jack Elliott, Dom Flemons, Pip Gillette, Bryn Hill, uh, Waddy Mitchell, Michael Martin Murphy, Bridget Reedy, Tom Russell, Randy Riemann, Rod Taylor, and Andy Wilkinson uh, joining me on stage that evening and love wow. and wow and we're gonna we're gonna recreate the album on stage play all those songs and the mm. only artist who can't make it is my my good friend Corb Lund up in Alberta he had a conflict mm. uh so someone will have to fill in for Corb uh but 
That'd be hard to do. Yeah, it'll be tough to do. Uh, Pretty exciting, though, to get all of those folks together uh, at one time, and uh, that's going to be a a historic occasion and a a big, big party there in Lubbock. And tickets have actually sold really fast for that, but there's a handful left. So if you're thinking about coming, I would encourage you to go uh, buy a ticket today and, and you can do that uh on the theater's website cactustheater.com and again that's in lubbock texas april 25th all right that's going to be an amazing evening and uh, and what time does the show start for that andy 7 p.m on seven a tuesday o'clock. night in lubbock uh until so we'll just say now, 7 p.m. until. But it's going to be a great, great concert. So get out there. Get the album, Roll On Cowboys. And uh, AndyHedges.com to visit his website and visit him on all streaming. Listen to the podcast, Cowboy Crossroads. And you can just search for Cowboy Crossroads anywhere you listen to your podcast and catch that. Andy, you have been so much fun. And uh, so gracious to join us today, and I plan on seeing you in Oklahoma City in 2024 as you receive your <laughs> Wrangler Award. So. Well, I hope you're I hope you're one of the judges, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I did pretty good. But I appreciate I picked the one that. This year, you're welcome. You're welcome. We look and forward to it. Thank you for. Thank you for having me on your show, uh, and thank you and Bobby both for all you do to promote cowboy music and Western music and our uh, our culture. We really, those of us who play this music, we really appreciate you, and uh, it really means a lot to, to us to know we've got uh, folks like the two of you on the front lines uh, spreading the word and keeping this in front of people. Well, we appreciate that very, very much. So, Andy, we're going to close this one with a song that you and Andy Wilkinson did. It's called Palo Duro Farewell. Do you want to tell us anything about this before we hit it? Well, I would just like to mention that uh, it's my 11-year-old daughter, Maggie Rose, Mm -hmm. playing fiddle on this She's awesome. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's awesome. She is. She's doing a wonderful job. Superstar in the making. on the record. Yeah. 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 That's great. Well, listen, thank you so much again for being with us. The album is Roll On Cowboys. We'll be back in just a moment. Thanks, Ann.
goodbye left to say. Goodbye to my paladuro. Goodbye to your ranges that I love so true. Goodbye to your river, your bright painted canyons. I'll never do better than you. I'll never do better than you. Take long to discover 
those hearts that don't beat to a drummer. It just gallops along because I'm a horse lover. Legacy Radio Network. In Nashville, I'm Gary Holt. In Albuquerque, our co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. And we are going to welcome to the show Miss Tammy Schrantz, who is the Director of Operations for Road to the Horse. But not only is she the Director of Operations for Road to the Horse, she is a world and national champion cowgirl in mounted shooting and holds national rifle championships and is a record holder in that as well. So I don't want to mess with this girl. Hey, Tammy, how are you? Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me on the show. Well, (laughs) thanks for being with us. Thanks for being with us. Well, we're not too far away from one of the most exciting events in the horse world, and that is Road to the Horse. So, yes. Tell us about what's happening this year in Lexington, Kentucky. I I am I'm excited every year for Road to the Horse. I've been with the event for over ten years, but I'm particularly excited about what's coming up in Lexington in March. So, our event, which people refer to as the World Championships of Colt Starting, basically we take some selected cult starters that we pick through application process and then we bring in some cults and it's really it's a competition but it's a learning experience for everybody where they can learn horsemanship different methods and at the end of the weekend we do pick a winner 
Well, I have been several years to Road to the Horse, and it is always exciting and fun. And uh, and this year you've got some celebrity cult starters. And our good friend, Mr. Mike Majors, who won it last year, is going to be back. But uh, who else is joining Mike this year in the competition? Yeah, we have Mike Major, and he comes back as our defending champion. But joining Mike, we also have Guy McLean, who is a fellow Australian like me. Um, He spends his time a little bit in Texas and a little bit in Australia. So I'm very, very excited to have him back. He has won the event two times. He's a two-time world champion. And he's coming back for the first time in 10 years. So he's taking a little break, and he's going to come back and see if he can't earn his third title. Yeah, I'm... I'm very excited to watch Guy. He's such a passionate man about the horse. So uh, I'm I'm super excited he's back. So in addition then, to Guy McLean, yep, we have yeah, two more. Yeah. And they are they both earned their way to our world championship competition through our wild card competitions, which is kind of like a qualifying round. And they include uh, Cole Cameron and also J.R. Robles, who... Um, have are based in the Western industry. Cole has done a lot of team roping and horsemanship events with his father, Craig Cameron. And then J.R. Mm-hmm. Robles, he's based out of Oregon and has done some Western and reining, and, but he also does a little bit of dressage. He's, he's pretty well-rounded. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, first of all, let me say nobody would have known you were from Australia from listening to the show. <laughs> I've, I've been here half my life and I'm 45 so that'll give you some numbers <laughs> uh, but a Texan a Texan now so that's that's yes, pretty cool yes. that is pretty cool yes, proud and, and I will say uh, I will say don't hold it against Cole because of his daddy being Craig Cameron so that's that's not a negative <laughs> thing either so anyway. We, anyway we love Craig he's been in our event for years oh gosh he's a character he is the character. He is. Well, he is. the Colts, the Colts that come for this event are all from the Four Sixes Ranch, and most people are familiar with the Four Sixes uh, around the world now because Tyler Sher- Taylor Sheridan is part owner of the Four Sixes now. So that's kind of made it a real celebrity ranch, but it's uh, known for its horses, and so you've got Colts that are coming from the Four Horses. So when the Colts come in, that's kind of a big deal, isn't it? Because it's a huge deal. Yes. Yeah. Describe what happens for po- folks out there around the world that are listening and may want to decide to come to Lexington in March. Yeah, absolutely. And if if people can't come, they will be able to watch on a live stream. We haven't released the details yet, so uh, anyone can watch this. But we bring the colts in and we try and keep, we call the herd of colts coming in a remuda. So we try and keep that remuda as uniform as possible because we are giving away $125,000 throughout the round Whoa. to these competitors. Whoa. Yeah, so <laughs> there's a lot of money at stake. So it's important for us that these colts are the same age, they're the same gender, and they have been handled in similar ways and had a similar kind of upbringing that makes them as uniform. So one competitor is not getting a fair advantage over the other competitor. So we try to keep a minimum of 10 Colts in the Remuda. We're very fortunate to have 12 Colts 
coming in for our 23 event in March. And they are from some pretty amazing stallions such as Playgun and Sixes Pick, um, WR Discat Smart. So there's some top sires. Um, that have sired this Remuda. So it's it's a phenomenal group of horses. Now, when the when the horses come in, then uh, each of the trainers is able to select their own colt, aren't they? They are, yep. The, they're able to watch the colts settle. They're able to watch the colts in the morning before we open to the public. We always let the colts into the arena to play and roll and stretch their legs and get a little desensitized to their surroundings. So those competitors, you'll see them sitting above there in the seats just watching their behavior in the herd because, you know, when they pick a colt for the competition, it's a really big decision. And a lot plays into that. A little bit genetics, but a lot of it is how that colt acts you know, before the competition starts, is he a leader? Is he following? Is he curious? So they're always watching these colts, but they do. They will pick their colt uh, before the competition, but this year is a little different because we're letting them pick two colts instead of one. Oh, wow. And they'll take oh, two wow. colts to the round pen. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So there's, All right. there's so, 12. I Can I ahead, just jump in here for a second? Yeah. <laughs> um, so there are 12 colts initially and then there are four um competitors and now that means they can each pick two so then they'll be just choosing eight out of the 12 right yes ma'am that's correct yep okay and then the two that they choose will they compete with both or through their training process will they then determine which one will actually be their yeah you know, be their, their favorite <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, their favorite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a great question, and that's that's what's going to happen. They're going to go into the first round with two colts, and they're going to have an extended time to work with these two colts. And they have to work with – we have – I hate to say we have a lot of rules in place, but we do have a lot of rules in place to protect the horses and make sure they're not overworked. And mm-hmm. so there's a rule that states each – competitor must work with each colt for a minimum of 60 minutes so they'll have three hours in total they'll have half an hour rest time that they have to take and then they do have a little minimum requirement of 60 minutes on each colt so they'll go through round one working with both colts and then at the end of that round they will pick the one that they'll take on to round two and three which is saturday and sunday so that's going to be interesting to see uh, how they pick their colts and, mm-hmm. and why they picked the one they did. So when they're working with the colts, um, the the spectators that come, do they get to watch that um, session that, that each of these trainers has with their horses, or are they working, like, independently elsewhere? Or, or do you get to see? <laughs> get to yeah, no, them. that's great. The the spectator sees every single time that competitor works with that colt. There's nothing that oh, happens okay. behind the scenes or and they're not those colts are double fenced backstage where those competitors are not allowed to interact. They can watch them, but they can't train, interact, and they're all kept together in their remuda with all their friends. So the only time that competitor touches that colt is in front of the spectators. We are oh, okay. We're pretty <clears throat> firm about that. <laughs> so that's what makes it so exciting is you get to watch this colt kind of run in 
wild and untouched. And then you see that relationship form between the competitor and that cult. And it is, it is absolutely unbelievable what they can achieve by that Sunday afternoon with that cult. I mean, the, the best parts of Road to the Horse in this event is, is really the stuff that we cannot write in a script. It just unfolds itself in such a magical way. Mm-hmm. 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 And, the, and the 666 is really uh, famous for this. Uh, it sound, from the very beginning, it looks like a Road to the Horse back in, what, 2011, 2012? Yes, ma'am. Um, yep. Yep. The, horse, yep. the, the horses have always come off of, the, of this particular ranch. What is so special about the 6666 horses that you would choose to work with them every year? Yeah, the Sixes have a very prestigious reputation for having world-class horses, and they have earned that reputation generation after generation with their horses, just their very strict breeding program and the cults they produce. So that's how that's why we originally picked the four Sixes, just because of the, the quality of their horses. But the very interesting thing that's kind of evolved since we've been with that ranch in 2011 is we now get to see, the, you know, we kind of come to know the, the stallion bloodlines and how successful mm-hmm. they've been and the mare bloodlines. So when a cult comes in, you might be, oh, that's, you know, half sibling to this cult that won last year or the one that. <laughs> so it's like, it's like a family drama. You know everybody. <laughs> that's what makes it so, so great. Yeah. But they're, but they're all kind of in the wild. I mean, they're not, they're not stable throughout the year. They're not, they're, you, you know all about them, but they're, but they're, they're not, they're, they have no, uh, no training yet at all. Correct. Right? Yeah. They're coming yeah. in. They go through some routine health care. Uh, they come in once. Yeah. I think they get their feet done, that worming, vaccinations, health checks. They are checked daily out there in the pastures by the uh, four sixes ranch cowboys and they are they are fed but they have their eyes kind of put over them at that point but yeah they have ha- not had any training right right that's just so cool I, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> i'm curious uh tammy how are the colts selected before they come from texas to lexington how are they selected yeah, they are selected and they're put on hold for Road to the Horse. Uh, they were selected since 2011 by Dr. Glenn Blodgett, who we unfortunately Just lost late away. last year. Yeah. yeah, it was a huge loss. He was such he was such a man of service. He loved the horses. He loved Road to the Horse, and he would pick the ones that he wanted to put aside for the event and leave them. Okay, and he his. His last remuda, which I even like almost just cheers me up to say, is just, it, it's, a, it's the most amazing group of horses. I saw the papers on these colts when they were first sent to me, and I was just speechless. I mean, he has given us the greatest gift in 23, so it'll be extra special. We have some tributes to Dr. Blodgett planned. Um, yeah. It'll be a big loss without him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it's a it's a phenomenal event, and uh, now I, 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 I know Mike took uh, what what's the name of the horse Canyon? What was his? Yes, Yellowhouse Canyon. Yep. Sure Yellowhouse Canyon. Yeah. So mm-hmm. did uh, did Mike have to buy him, or what's what's the what's the arrangement for these horses? I know uh, 
Glenn Stewart mm-hmm. got his horse. So what's yeah, what's the yeah. arrangement on that? In the past, are, are they have sold sold to the public? Um, but now they've they've stopped doing that, and they wanted to take them home into their own program. But that being said, the competitors are given rights to buy the colt that they picked and okay. worked with. So they do physically purchase the colt uh, from the four sixes. And a lot of them purchase it for a lot of different reasons, but some just want to continue the training and see how far they go. Um, some plan to use it in public performances moving forward. So um, everyone bought their Colts last year, which was super exciting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know it's uh, Mike's tickled to death with his, and uh, he may have him back this year for the Road to the Horse. I'm not sure. <laughs> That'd yeah, be kind of a will. cool deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. is bringing their colt back, which makes uh, this match so um, exciting. So every competitor that's coming back is bringing the colt they won their title with back with them. Guy is bringing oh, that's his great. JR, his Cole, his, you know, they all bring in their graduates back, which is going to be awesome to see how far they've came. Mm-hmm. That is great. That is great. Well, Tammy, I want to take a real quick break, come back and visit with you some more. But this is a great song from Dave Munzik, uh, who will be on live from Nashville on Saturday and uh, be one of our guests on that radio show. But this is one that he did called Hope the Horses Run. And we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. <laughs> Night has come, day is through, down at the gate, they wait for you, on golden grass, in silver light, hope the horses run, in your dreams tonight. Him up the evening trail on magic wings across the sky. Hope the horses are running in your dreams tonight. Buckskins and ronies, ruyos and grays, on those that fall just like gentle rain. Jump. Cross 
special guest this Saturday beginning at noon Central Standard Time on Live from Nashville. He has a new album that will be dropping in March called Backtrack. So we'll be featuring that. And our other guest that day will be Western Swing Authority from Canada. So a fun, fun show coming up on Saturday on Live from Nashville. But right now we are happy to be talking with Tammy Schrantz who is the Director of Operations for Road to the Horse, an exciting event coming up March the 23rd through the, is the 25th, am I right? 26th, that, 23rd Tammy? to the 26th. 23rd to the 26th in Lexington, Kentucky. And if you have never been to the Kentucky Horse Park, it is a treat. When I took my wife, Tammy, she's, she's from Utah. And so when I took uh-huh. her up there last year for Road to the Horse and we pulled into the horse park, her mouth dropped open. She said, wow. <laughs> so if you it have not been, you need to make sure. It is a beautiful is facility beautiful. up there. Yeah, Alltech Arena will be the home for the Road to the Horse this year. And so that's going to be a whole lot of fun. But um, to recap everything these colts come in from the four sixes uh they have virtually been unhandled they've been halter broke i'm assuming and and had their feet trimmed and and medications that are required for their trip and travel and and uh, then the trainers pick the colts out and then they will start working with this colts over three days and when they get finished to believe what they're doing with these colts is like mind-boggling. It's pretty amazing. It, it is. You know, I've, I've had a lot of different roles at the event, but I remember when Guy McLean won in 2013, I was doing photography and some marketing. And I remember I had my camera up to my face, and I'm watching his colts climb up on this platform on the final obstacle day when he asked him to And I remember just having tears in my eyes and putting my camera down just to watch. And then I had to realize, oh, yep, you're working. You need to be, you know, doing what you do. But I was so immersed in it. And you just get, I mean, you just get sucked in to the relationship between the competitor and the cult. And and not everyone who's winning the first day wins the last day. Like, it's a drama. And they're changing and the scores are up and down and it's just oh it's it's and the way the horses respond yeah the way the horses respond are not the same every day and uh uh, and the thing is you get to watch exactly what's going on with these trainers as they are starting to handle the colts and saddle the colts and that can be that can be a lot of fun for the first time too by the way uh but the to watch them as they get on for the first time, and, and it's just an in, 
to be able to work with a cult and to accomplish the things that they do in four days. And they don't get to work with them all day long. They get about an hour at a time and uh, not really that much time in three days to be working with these cults. So it's, it is fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. One of the cool things about this year is I'll get to meet you. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll be running around like a little ant out there. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll track you down. We'll take you down. But but for folks that are listening today, how do they find the website? How do they get tickets? Because tickets are on sale now. How do they do that? Yeah, the best thing, our VIP tickets have been sold out for quite some time. So there are no VIP tickets left, but we do have a lot of great seats left and that's all on our website at roadtothehorse.com there's a schedule in there um, there's a ticket link you can learn about the judges the competitors and all the details from the horse park so roadtothehorse.com and if you're not computer savvy just call the office number below <laughs> <laughs> it's a great uh, website it's a it's, it's a great website and um i was just looking at some of the entertainers that are coming as well. Um, there's a drill team, and there's just all, I mean, looks so interesting. Um, you want to just take a moment and tell us a little bit about, besides the trainers, um, what else spectators will enjoy when they're there? Yeah, absolutely. We have a really big entertainer lineup coming up in March. And I'll be honest, the first uh, entertainer, Luke um, Gingerich, who is up there, I, I literally ran into him on Facebook, and he has such an amazing story with him and his horse. I really just wanted to bring him to the event. So he's worked with this one Palomino mare, a reigning mare called Chloe, and the whole time he's been training her, he has never, ever put a bridle on her. So oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, everything at Liberty, and she does have, you know, rope around her neck, but he was making her do canter pirouettes at Liberty um, on wow. this video that I saw on Facebook. And I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so I have not met him before. So I'm very excited to uh, welcome Luke as our, one of our featured entertainers. So, but he's just one of many. We have Olympian David O'Connor coming and we have some vaulters coming and uh, some other clinicians, guest clinicians from Texas. So I just, it was my goal to celebrate everything horse uh, at this event. So, and I just didn't want to stick to the traditional Western disciplines of cutting and reining and the working cow horse people. I really wanted to celebrate great horsemanship all the way across mm -hmm. the board. So that's why we have yeah. a bolter and an inventor and a jumper and, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. so many different people because watching someone phenomenal at what they do with a horse it is wonderful no matter what it is. So that was kind of what I wanted to bring to Road to the Horse in 23. Yes. Well, and, and, I, and I want to mention too that, the vendors that are there are absolutely great. So you can come and do all kinds of phenomenal shopping with the vendors that are there for Road to the Horse. And uh, and I found the best food, but sometimes the lines <laughs> are way way long <laughs> to get to get some of that food. So, uh, but, but great <laughs> great, it's a great event. Yes. Yeah, it, it's, it's a great event. 
three days of a lot of fun, a lot of horsemanship, a lot of camaraderie, and uh, great shopping. My wife loves to shop, and um, she didn't hear me say that, I hope, and uh, and some great eating. So it's going to be tremendous to be there. So anyway, we're looking forward to that. Are you doing another event in Fort Worth later this year? We don't have anything scheduled uh, permanently on the calendar right now. We okay. do have Road to Horse right. 2024, but we are we're we're likely to pop up events. I, when I finish with Road to the Horse, I am headed up to Idaho to produce a collegiate Road to the Horse event in Idaho. Oh so wow! Take, wow! Yeah, it's like Road to the Horse, but we have college teams of three and four students. They have an extra round, so they get to work with the colt longer. And they're guided by an equestrian coach. So that's super exciting. So as soon as Road to the Horse in Lexington's finished, I'm headed up to Idaho to work with the collegiate teams, which is always a lot of fun. All right. All right. And and you have an invitation to come to the Extreme Mustang Makeover here in Tennessee in June, by the way. So I hope to yes. see you there. I, I love those events. I just finished. Uh, I went to watch both days of the finals of the ones in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. So yeah, yeah. Really, it's a lot really of fun. Watching. A lot of fun. Well, you have been absolutely super, 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 and uh, and I may have to get you back on to help talk about uh, cowboy managed shooting uh, for Managed shooting, yes. That, that it's would a be a lot of fun. Discipline. I still shoot when I when I have time with my work commitments, but uh, great sport. Yeah, phenomenal sport. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Well, thanks for being with us today, Tammy, and we look forward to seeing you at Road to the Horse in March, and we encourage everybody to visit their website. Get your tickets. There's still still some available, and it is a great, great event to attend. Tammy, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. We're going to close this segment with a song from Trinity Seeley called Colts Became Horses. We'll be back in a moment with Bobby Bell.
to another song real quick we'll be back in just a moment but this is a young lady who just won a ring reward and she'll be receiving that mm-hmm. in april and uh mm-hmm. oklahoma city this is mickey Furman. Mm-hmm. it's called water moon we'll be back in just a minute Chickens have all gone to bed I'm fluffed and buffed and ready for some fun Park the truck at Sully's Ranch Looks like they're about to start the dance Across the crowd I see my sweet someone What a moon What a Texas sky full of stars What a cowboy That I've got here in my arms What a way So 
Well, that's Mickey Furman, What a Moon, and that is from her album Westbound, and she just won a Wrangler Award at the Cowboy at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum Award Show that'll be taking place April the fifteenth in Oklahoma City. Well, Bobby, what about the show today? Oh, how fun! <laughs> Oh, how fun. And Andy Hedges, um, I, I'm sure you were following on Facebook. He was just part of a tremendous weekend in Alpine, Texas, and um, saw him involved in so many of the events that went on, including the Andy Wilkinson. Uh, that's that's a that one man usually is a one man show that they did with a whole cast um, based on his uh Ancestor Charlie Goodnight's life. Um, that that event had to be just fantastic. <laughs> well, the so. reviews were absolutely great on that, and uh, mm-hmm. and Andy's daughter Maggie Rose, eleven years mm-hmm. old, wearing the yeah. fiddle out on that yeah. show. So that was that was super cool. But Andy's CD, uh, Roll On Cowboys, is a great CD. Uh, so many, so many talented people that took part in this project, and that is a tribute to the late and great good friend of so many of us, Mr. Don Edwards. So be sure and visit AndyHedges.com. Pick that up. You can uh, get tickets at the Cactus Theater in Lubbock, Texas, for his uh, album release concert. Man, what a lineup he's got for people that are showing up for that thing to perform. That's just mm-hmm. unreal, mm-hmm. unreal. That's going to be a great show. Um, and then Road to the Horse is so much fun. And uh, Lexington, Kentucky at the Kentucky Horse Park, and that's taking place in March, the latter part of March. You can get tickets at RoadToTheHorse.com and, uh, and try to show up for that. So I'm looking forward to seeing Tammy there. And uh, and hopefully at the Extreme Mustang Makeover, June the 22nd through the 24th at the Williamson County Ag Center in Franklin, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. So a lot of a lot of good stuff going on. A lot of good things coming up. We're excited. So what's happening with Out West and um, Rendezvous with the writer? And you're just a busy person all the time. Well, I'm just trying to follow your footsteps. You know, you've added a you've added a new program to your lineup too. You know, so um, <clears throat> rendezvous with a writer tonight. We'll be speaking with uh, Gretchen Sherrington. She is the daughter of a Nobel, uh, I'm sorry, a Pulitzer Prize winning, um, very famous uh, poet, and she's going to be sharing her personal story based on her book, her memoir, Poetic License, with us tonight. LATalkRadio.com or LA Talk Radio's Facebook page. You can catch us at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, this week's Out West Hour, our theme is Swing On, and it features all uh, songs from the top 10 uh, Western swing albums that were recently made it on the chart, the IWMA um, Western Music Chart. And so we're going to kind of focus this week on Swing last week, we played Mickey Furman twice, including the song that you played, um, because last week's show was the top 
10 songs by Western DJs, and she actually had two in the top 10. Really fun to see her win that award. It's just fantastic. That's so so exciting for Mickey. Well, that was, um, that was so cool. Yeah, and you know, she's very involved with Western Writers of America, and their annual convention is that same weekend that you're doing Mustang Makeover. We will be in South Dakota attending the Western Writers of America yeah. conference, and um, yeah, yeah, we're excited about Excited about that. So if you shop our website, outwestshop.com, and you use coupon code radio, uh, you'll receive a little money off, um, a purchase of $75 or more. That's pretty exciting. I can always use money off, and I'm sure our listeners can as well. I'm sure our listeners can as well. Well, it has been a fun, fun show. And uh, we want to remind you that you can listen to our show's Campfire Cafe and Settle Up America live every Thursday at EquestrianLegacy.net. And then you can catch them uh, in a podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. And there's some others out there. But you just have to search for Equestrian Legacy Radio, and it will pop right up. But uh, and ask your friends to come join you and, and, and get in on the fun because we have a lot of fun talking with our guests and sharing music and playing Western music on this show. And then on Live from Nashville, Bobby, we just finished uh, uh, our sixth episode is coming up Saturday. So mm-hmm. our sixth show already. I mean, it's yeah. time is, yeah. you know, it's almost March. Oh, I know. What's going on? <laughs> what is going on? You know, well, a quarter uh, of the yeah. year. You know, we talked about the forsythia that was blooming. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Today, everything is blooming. The dogwoods well, are in sure. bloom. Sure. The the uh, uh, Bradford pears are in bloom. Everything is in bloom. It's like I looked out and it's like, where did all this greenery and flowers come from? But uh, an early spring here in Tennessee, uh, although not that way all all across the country. But, uh, we're going to invite you to be back with us next Thursday for another great show on the Campfire Cafe in Saddle Up America starting at noon. And then join us for Live with Nashville on Saturdays beginning at noon. And you can catch your favorite podcast. Just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio. Well, Bobby, we're going to wrap things up on this with another song from Mary Kay, and uh, it's called A Horse Call Freedom, and we'll be back next week. Do you have any closing thoughts for us today? Oh, my goodness. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I have one. I'll have one for next week. <laughs> okay, I have one, and that is Roll On, Cowboys. Thanks there you for listening. go. <laughs> Heard about a land where the cowboys came. Take a picture on the wall from a magazine. Got a renegade heart beating in its chest. Gonna beg till I borrow his way out west And I see all stage on and on Gonna learn the way 
Stay on stage. 